Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning everybody at St Tom's. Many apologies for the late start to Morning Prayer this morning. Um, oops, sorry, something weird happening. Um, but I think um, Sean got the rotor a bit mixed up and um, I'm going to be actually doing this tomorrow but here I am today uh, so I'm not quite sure what happened with morning prayer today but we don't mind because we're here and that's the important thing and whether you're joining able to join us now hello Moira you're watching I was hanging in there thinking Julie must have technical problems <laughs> and then um, I realized nothing was happening so I messaged Sean and said do you want somebody to step in and do it? So my name's Julie Winyard. I'm Mark Winyard's mum, who is a member of St Tom's, and I always come and join you when I come to stay with him. I live in Suffolk, but please don't hold that against me, because during lockdown I have so enjoyed um, just being part of the church at St Tom's. Joining the morning prayer has absolutely been... Um, a great blessing for me and it's just been a consistent time of worship all the way through the very difficult times we've had with the pandemic so please forgive me while i fumble about a little bit and find the right readings for today and um, we will go from there so i'm going to use the northumbrian morning prayer which Julie and I both like a lot, and I know Sean uses as well occasionally. But it is very special. The words are beautiful, and it's worth just taking a little time to reflect and think about those as we go through. So I'll make a start. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One thing I have asked of the Lord, <coughs> excuse me, this is what I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And I'm certainly praying that for us all this morning, that we will all seek those things. Life is busy. There are so many distractions. It's easy to get pulled away from that overarching um, need for each one of us to dwell in the house of the Lord and behold his beauty. So just that thought to start with. We have the call and response. And these are quite easy to remember actually because um, most of them are Amen, Lord have mercy and the final one is Amen, Christ have mercy. So do join in. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. I love the responses because those things are what Jesus commands us to do. But there's one thing is for sure, we cannot do them without God having mercy. 
and enabling us and the Holy Spirit enabling us to do it. Here's the declaration of faith. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Right, here comes the fumbly bit, so apologies for that because I'm going to be finding the readings. The first of which is, and you might get there before me, Psalm 139. Oh, it opens straight at the Psalms, so thank God for that. Um, verses 15 to 17. So hopefully I will fidget my way through and find Psalm 139. Here we are. 15 to 17. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God? They cannot be numbered. Wow, so there we are. Our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And even before the foundation of the world, God knew that we would belong to him. And he watched as we were being formed in our mother's womb. And he saw us. And every day of my life was recorded in your book. Well, some days I'd be very happy about, and other days I'd be quite worried about. So praise God for his mercy that he enables us to turn to him and to be forgiven for the things that we do wrong and to come back into that special place with him. The next reading from the Old Testament is from Isaiah. Now, can I find Isaiah quickly? This shows how rubbish I am at finding my way through my Bible. Um, and that's probably because I always read the Bible in one year, and therefore it does it for you. Here we are, found Isaiah. Isaiah 66, verses 3 and 4. So just quickly turn into Isaiah 66. Good morning, all those lovely people who have joined me. It's so lovely to see you. Thank you, Sean, Jane, Luke, Mary, Don. Gosh, loads of people. Thank you. Uh, 66 and verses 3 and 4, and it's actually the last chapter of Isaiah. So verses 3 and 4. <clears throat> but those who choose their own ways, delighting in their detestable sins, will not, have, will not have their offerings accepted. When such people sacrifice a bull, it is no more acceptable than a human sacrifice. When they sacrifice a lamb, it's as though they had sacrificed a dog. When they bring an offering of grain, they might as well offer the blood of a pig. When they burn frankincense, 
it's as if they had blessed an idol. I will send them great trouble, all the things they feared. For when I called, they did not answer. When I spoke, they did not listen. They deliberately sinned before my very eyes and chose to do what they know I despise. Very challenging words there. And of course, Isaiah is referring to the people of Israel here, uh, probably to some of us as well, but to the people of Israel because um, I've been reading Leviticus as part of the Bible in one year and trying very hard to read it because some of it is a bit gruesome and you think, gosh, I've, I've kind of read this before about these different sacrifices. But this morning was a really interesting chapter because it was a sort of combination. I'm trying to remember what chapter it was and I can't. <coughs> I think it was something like 19, but I may be wrong. And it was interesting because God was setting out very, very clearly his expectations for how people should live their lives. And there was something there about sacrifices. There was a lot there about relationships. And as I read it, and of course what we know has happened to Israel over the years, is that they have fallen away, fallen away. And of course at the time of Jesus, when... Um, he was brought before the Sanhedrin in uh, trial and the high priest tore his robes because he said Jesus had committed blasphemy. What an irony is that because it was those priests and those Sadducees, they are the ones who had committed blasphemy against God through their self-righteousness, through their self-centeredness, through their condemnation of the poor through their pride so many things had happened and it's really really sad and here we see that um, judgment of God to the Jewish people which we know will be turned around in the last in the final times whenever they are Danny will tell us I'm sure a bit more about that um, but it is a phenomenal judgment upon them but God is going to bring them back, which is wonderful. And I'm so thrilled about that too. Um, but we need to remember this, that God does judge. And thank God for Jesus, that he forgives. So a challenging reading, but a very blessed one as well. And the New Testament reading today is Hebrews, the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 11 verses 24 and 25 now can I find yes here we go gosh I'm not quite so bad as I remember doing drills once when I was doing a holiday club and we used to have to see who could find the chapters in the bible and the verse the fastest I think I don't think I ever won that one um so it's Hebrews 11 24 and 25 and here we're reminded about the importance of faith over works, of course. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. 
very interesting that, isn't it? Because Joseph, um, not Joseph, Moses became uh, known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter, although he decided not to take up that role. He could have been you know, extremely high up in the ruling of Egypt, but he chose to share in the oppression of his people in the lot of the people of Israel who at that stage had not totally fallen away from God. They were crying out to God for help um, because of the oppression that they were suffering. And we know that God answered their prayers through Moses and they may have been a bit reluctant to leave the enjoyable times of Egypt in some ways, but um, they did leave. But here's Moses, who could have had everything, could have had wealth, could have had power, maybe could have helped his people that way. But no, he chose the way of God. He chose to be associated with the people of Israel, to be known as one of them, and not to be known as an Egyptian. What an amazing thing that is. What an amazing faith God enabled him to have. And I think what we need to remember when we look back at these great men of faith and we think about those in the church who maybe we feel have got it together more than we have, that that is never the case, that we are all sinners, that we all fall short of God's glory and we are all here to serve. And we're here to serve one another, we're here to serve God, and God gives us the ability by the power of his Holy Spirit. And you just see, need to see what happened to Simon um, at Pentecost, to Peter. He was transformed, not by self-effort, which of course is what the Pharisees tried to do for themselves and the Sadducees, but by the power of the Holy Spirit coming into his life, filling him again and giving him the power to get up and speak so that over 2,000 people came to Jesus that day. So these great men of faith who are, we are called to remember, and women of faith as well, thinking of uh, national, uh, International Women's Day, here, here are my highlights immediately on Rahab. And there she is in this list of people who had faith. And my goodness, what a wonderful testament that is to them transforming power of God. So, fabulous readings today. Really, really good. Okay, so our meditation is also rather a beautiful one. I had a quick glance through it, and it's from somebody called Talisin through Logress, whoever they are, but they were probably very worthy uh, saints of maybe Anglo-Saxon times or earlier. Praise God for that. So here we have the meditation. The future is not a foregone conclusion, but when we give God permission to intervene and bring about his will in us, still again and again he offers us choices, perhaps between one good and another. This is so that we can create through our choices enabling him to bring into being things he had long ago planned for us. He constantly plans for me in love, and in his mercy 
he never allows me to see the might-have-beens that only he could see. In one of Charles Williams's poems, he describes the images of possibilities as carved in stone and rock hidden forever under the sea, unless our choices call them into being, until they become visible and become realities. So here's an extract from the poem. Before the making of man or beast, the emperor knew all carved contingent shapes. These were the shapes only the emperor knew. Sideways in the cleft they lay, and the sea mews wings everywhere flying, or the mist, or the mere slant of the things seemed to stir them. Then the edge of the storms shook over us, obliquely split rock from rock. Did you not see, by the dolorous blow's might, the contingent knowledge of the emperor floating into sight? The sculpture, the living sculpture, rose and flew. And I'm taking the emperor there in uh, C.S. Lewis's way of looking at the emperor in, I uh, can't remember the name of the book, but it's the Narnia book where he describes creation. And we have an emperor as well as um, Aslan. So a rather extraordinary um, poem there, reflecting on choices. But what I love about this is that God enables us to make the right choice. Sometimes we jolly well make the wrong choice. And what I've found in my life when I've made some very stupid choices is that the Holy Spirit has brought me back. And those stupid choices do have an impact. There is a sort of ripple effect from them. But, praise God, he somehow enables us to come back and he restores the years that the locust has eaten so that we have hope for the future and today and tomorrow. Right, prayers, everybody. If... Um, if you have any prayers, then do please post them. I can't see any in the chat, but what I have got is some thoughts from, um, general thoughts from St. Tom's. Um, I was talking to, it was actually my son, Mark, the other day, and he was saying it would be great to have some prayers for people going back to work or working online and maybe those who are um, whose jobs are under some sort of review because of the pandemic and because of downsizing so I think that will be a very good thing to pray for um, generally family life um, because families can be under pressure when they're all heaped around each other through the pandemic so I think those are two good things to start with, and then we'll see if anybody would like anything um, that comes up in the chat. So, Lord Jesus, we just bring before you all those who are working from home, those who are furloughed, um, those where there is uncertainty about the future of their job. We thank you so much for the wisdom of our government in providing money for those who are furloughed to business thank you for all the concessions that have been made and we pray that you'll continue 
to give our Chancellor and Prime Minister and all politicians great wisdom in supporting those in need and whose jobs are under threat. Lord Jesus, we pray for businesses who are considering and revamping and reviewing. We pray, Lord, that you will give them wisdom. We pray for anyone who has to reapply for their own job, that you will give them wisdom and the ability to do so. We pray, Lord Jesus, for continuing to provide for your people. And we praise you that you do. We thank you for the amazing provision that we all experience day after day, both in the big things and the small things. And we thank you for your mercy. Lord, we lift families before you as well. Through this time of the pandemic, people have been thrown together even more than usual, where maybe there have been difficulties because one person has been working at home, another has been homeschooling. And we just pray, Lord Jesus, that you will bring peace, that your, your love will just blossom in the centre of family life. And we thank you, Lord, because last night in our uh, book and cake, someone was mentioning how they felt that families had drawn closer together through the pandemic. And we praise you for where this has happened and where your spirit has just brought people closer and enabled them to be giving and loving and forgiving to one another. So we just praise you for those things, Lord. Another thing we'd like to pray for um, is for little Noah, Aquino and his family. We just want to praise you so much for all that you're doing in little Noah's body. We thank you, Lord. That Psalm 139 reminds us of how you knit our bodies together. You created them. You bring healing through all sorts of different means, Lord Jesus. And we just praise you for the healing that you are bringing to little Noah. And we glorify you and we lift you up and just praise you for that. Lord, we pray for those in the St. Tom's community who are suffering from long COVID. And we know, Lord Jesus, what a debilitating and unpleasant um, side effect this is and we pray that you will lift them up this morning they will know the prayers of the people around them that will lift them and that they will praise and glorify you for all your blessings we pray for those who've suffered from covid and are recovering but slowly we think of martin we pray for those who it has brought the, the darkness of depression into their lives because it's just taking so long for the body to, to heal. We glorify you, Lord, for your purpose in that situation. And we pray that you'll draw these folk closer to you, that they will really know Jesus holding their hand and in their lives and that the Bible, as they read it, will light up with wonderful encouragement to them and just bring them great comfort. And Lord Jesus, we um, also want to pray for Hannah, Danny's daughter, who has her operation on Thursday, I think. And we thank you so much for 
enabling this operation to go ahead and we pray that you'll keep her safe guide the hand of the surgeon that the skill of the surgeon will do a phenomenal job there we pray for Katrina too and uh, surgery which I think she's got uh, needs and we pray that you'll bring her through that and there will be no unpleasant side effects there'll be no um, nasty tumours or anything like that but you will just be bring complete healing to her Lord Jesus we thank you that this is a time of great healing healing for our nation healing for individual people and we praise you for the work of doctors and nurses for the NHS who have been just amazing through this pandemic Lord Jesus we just thank you so much and we thank you too for the rollout of the vaccine <coughs> which has been just motoring away and we pray that many more people will receive that vaccination and feel once again at ease about going out and amongst pe other people again but carefully and Lord Jesus we pray that people will be careful that they won't act in an irresponsible way we thank you for our police officers who've had to deal with so many different incidents and put themselves at risk as a result we just thank you Lord for all of those people who are serving us in society we pray that you'll make yourself known to many we pray for revival and we pray Lord Jesus that your Holy Spirit will be poured out again on this nation as he has been in the past and it's time Lord Jesus for a new revival for a 21st century revival when many just call on the name of Jesus and are saved and we thank you Jesus for your blessings so moving back to our order of service we have the canticle which is just so lovely Christ as a light illumine and guide me Christ as a shield overshadow me Christ under me Christ over me Christ beside me on my left and my right this day be within and without me lowly and meek yet all powerful be in the heart of each to whom I speak in the mouth of each who speaks to me this day be within and without me lowly and meek yet all-powerful Christ as a light Christ as a shield Christ beside me on my left and my right and now the blessing may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you may he guide you through the wilderness protect you through the storm may he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you may he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And thank you, Bob. I was very happy to step in. That was just so blessed. And I think sometimes 
when you do things and you haven't thought about them sometimes God just uses them all the more so praise him for that and just pray that all of you will have a really amazing and blessed day and week and uh, keep looking to Jesus the author and finisher of our faith those wonderful other words from the letter to the Hebrews so God bless everybody and um, I'll see you again maybe tomorrow sure I don't know whether Sean will want me to do tomorrow as well but we'll see and I'm very happy to do that so God bless you all and uh, see you soon Bye.